The following podcast may contain spoilers, strong language, graphic violence, and nudity. Viewer discretion is advised. Sanka, you're dead? Yeah. Four guys and a movie. Four guys and a movie. Don't I, Brian, Rob, and Joe, review it, do it for the show. Four guys and a movie. Uh, hey everybody, and Wagwan, my Ute. Wow. Welcome <laughs> to the 4 a.m. podcast. Wow. <laughs> oh, God. The movie podcast for dorks by dorks. I'm your host, Rob. Joined oh, they already know that. By my, by my chums. <laughs> Brian. Tony. And some bomba clad. <laughs> the funny thing is i was gonna try for like a jamaican accent but i feared it might accidentally be better than the ones in the movie so i figured <laughs> i figured i'd let it go this week we watched cool runnings i from, and i from 1990 what three, three. okay it's, it's, it's so 90s it's so oh, yeah. 90s so <clears throat> history with this film who's got it let's start with joe uh i think i saw it once mm-hmm. and i was like that was enough okay and i moved on all right uh okay brian <laughs> i've seen this movie like a thousand times it's like my shit anytime it was on tv i watched it it was dope okay tony uh yeah this is definitely one we picked up from the rental store at one point and i might have seen it since then like once or twice on disney channel or some. Something like that, when it might have popped up, but, uh, yeah, never really went searching for it. Okay. Um, I've never seen this before. Uh, (laughs) this is one of those I was like, hmm, it's a movie about sports, and it's in the 90s, and it's a Disney movie. I'm all set, thanks. And, uh, I just passed it right on by, because those were all things I did not want to have any part of in the 90s. But I remember, like, they advertised this movie all over, like... I oh, feel, big. yeah, I feel like I had a, I have a bunch of comic books with like Cool Runnings uh, callouts in it, but uh, yeah. So that's our very brief personal history. Tony, how about some movie history? Okay, uh, so yeah, as mentioned, this is Cool Runnings from 1993, rated PG, uh, also known as Cold Buttocks in Norway. Hmm. Yeah, you heard that. Cold buttocks? Cold buttocks. I mean, still an appropriate title. I mean, yeah, but okay. I didn't <laughs> like name it. No one no, no, no one said they had a cold butt. Well, like, maybe I mean, Sanka did once. Uh, Sanka was complaining about being cold the whole time. Yeah, but, I don't, I think, but, uh. But, like, there were no butt references. Yeah, listen, if you've seen some of the translations for movie titles... This is one of the better ones you can get, all right? May I remind you, in, uh, what is it, Uganda or something, Twins is part of the zombie franchise. So, <laughs> who knows? Anyway, uh, this is directed by John Turtletaub, who did National Treasure, Phenomenon, While You Were Sleeping, and, of course, friend of the show, Three Ninjas. That's mm-hmm. not a friend of the show. <laughs> yeah, friend What's of funny no is one. A, a group that, I, that, that I'm in on Facebook... Um, Someone posted how much they loved that movie, so I had to put the, the, our episode in, into the comments. We'll <laughs> nice. see if anyone watches it and listens to it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so 
The movie is, and uh, no one can see me, but the biggest air quotes based on a true story from the 1988 Olympic Games. Oh, for real? In the yeah. past that there were Jamaicans and a bobsled. Oh, yeah. We'll that's, get there. As, that's as close as it gets. Uh, originally, this movie was going to be have a different director, and it was going to be much more of a drama-based kind of movie. Uh, and so, I guess, I, I don't know if that was while Disney had it or until Disney had it, but they came along and they had some lofty goals for this. They wanted to get uh, the lead role be played by Denzel Washington and Sanka played by Eddie Murphy, who both saw what they were offering for uh, money and laughed at them. <laughs> So that didn't happen. All right. Uh, they also wanted to fill out the rest of that cast with Wesley Snipes and Marlon Wayans. In 93? Yeah. That would have yeah, been like... That would have been too too much for that one bobsled to handle. That would have yeah. been like Ghostbusters. Yeah. yeah. Like, it, that would have been I, like I, Jamaican I Ghostbusters. Was, well, could it anywhere support like that cast in, yeah. in the 90s? Like, <laughs> oh, clearly not. <laughs> but uh, then they started looking at others, getting... Uh, or talking with Cuba Gooding Jr., Jeffrey Wright, uh, Eric LaSalle. Jeffrey and, Rush. Uh, Jeffrey Wright. <laughs> and apparently Tupac Shakur actually auditioned mm. for this. Tupac was, well, he was trying to act hard. Like, he was like, he was auditioning for I know he stuff. was in a few movies. Yeah. yeah. Was he but, still in Digital Underground at this point, or was he out on his own? Uh, he, he had, I think he had started uh, a, a solo career. Okay. Uh, well, you know, like like doing being like being Tupac in in, in music, but uh, mm. he was still trying to act. Like, uh, man, I want to say was when he got shot. I think he was like like reading for Star, like the, the new Star Wars movie. Hmm. Oh yeah, I think I know he um Didn't he did that. that movie with Janet Jackson, right? Yeah, like yeah. He, he was he was reading for a movie when he when he got shot. Like he was he was he was like trying trying to to, to audition. Like, like he movie. had the script in his hand. Yeah. And- well, not like not in in the movie, but, but like he was, yeah, he was he was trying, he was going out for a part. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I guess uh, Leon got signed on early, uh, apparently while it was still in its drama phases, and was uh, part of this project for like three and a half years before it actually started getting going. Um, I, I guess there was a lot of shock from some of the cast by the fact that they were using an actual and possibly the actual bobsled from the Jamaican bobsled team. Yet Sanka's egg was fake. It was made of rubber. And I would appara- hope so. Yeah. And apparently he still has it. <laughs> okay, cool. That's cool. Why would you say you would hope so? Why would I hope like, that they use a fake egg on, yeah. on a movie set? Bouncing around in a fucking fucking yeah. bobsled and shit like that. You don't actually have to have it in there. Like <laughs> the two scenes the egg's in, it could have been a real egg. That's what? Okay. I- I'm not going to argue it. <laughs> I'm just going to let that man. go. <laughs> I don't trust Dougie Doug to hold any kind of prop and keep it safe. I'll give you that. Um, yeah, spoiler alert. The crash at the end is actually from the uh, real footage of the actual bobsled crash from the Jamaica bobsled team. Uh, but yeah, like... This is where it gets weird because, like, that crash happened because they just lost control of it because they weren't as familiar with the, you know, bobsled or or just because it was fucking fast and it's hard to control. Either way. Um, And that's where we get into the differences in this movie and the reality, which is pretty much everything. Everything. Um, The coach is fake. That's that character is all fake. Um, even if he had existed, apparently putting weights in your sled is a totally legal move, so he wouldn't have gotten thrown out for cheating. Is it really? Yeah. Because that Jama- shit's Ill- Were they thinking Pinewood Derby rules? I guess? I don't know. <laughs> well, I think, um, 
whatever weight you'd put in the sled, you still have to push in the beginning. I don't know. Well, yeah, it's true, but like, and and you like, there's brakes involved. Like, so you're not just gunning down the, the yeah, hill at top speed. I, I mean, I guess it doesn't really matter because you can have people that weigh yeah. all different sizes, you know. So I, I guess it doesn't matter how much weight is in there. Just like that was one thing I was thinking during the movie is I was like, why don't I just put John Candy in there? Like, oh, I mean, before, oh, <laughs> before I realized that, um, you know, he cheated and was banned. But I'm like, then I realized I'm like, yeah, OK, you don't want to be accelerating the entire time. Also, do you so, get how, were, were any of the others going to be in there, too? They were going to be hanging off the sides of it, I think. I'm not trying to be okay. insensitive here, yeah. but when he was in that Volkswagen, he yeah. was that entire Volkswagen. Well, I mean, and this was, true. yeah. Well, while John Candy does does bring the, the mustard in this one, he he was, this was towards the end of his life, and he was quite huge. He is voluptuous in this movie. Yeah. Uh. But yeah, also, the Jamaican bobsled team was welcoming uh, with open arms. They had uh, a number of sponsors. They didn't have to do uh, any weird kissing booths to make money or anything. Like, n- none of that. <laughs> none they, of that. They trained in Austria first. Yeah. Know, they, they were they were military guys, not, um, you know, just some sprinters. You guys are making this sound way less fun. Yeah, damn, yeah. Joe, did you... I want well, an underdog did you story. Want a report on this or something? After I watched the movie, I, I went and I was like, "Well, what are the differences with the real one?" Uh, okay. So I could see why Disney jazzed up the the tale. Mm. So, do we want to guess at how much money this movie cost to make? They didn't jazz it up; they jerked it up. It's Jamaica. Wow. I will uh-huh. say, all right, uh, twenty-four million dollars. Yeah, it was definitely. It was not enough for an Eddie Murphy, Marlon Wayans, Denzel Washington, and Wesley Snipes. And Wesley Snipes. <laughs> <laughs> he was probably on board until he heard the other guys were out yeah you know what though that east german team would not fuck with them like they would know <laughs> no, they would know better immediately <laughs> yeah. um, god they would whoop that team's ass so hard <laughs> um so 90 i could guess 30 30 million. Okay, so you both have taken both of my guesses. So mm-hmm. I'm going to undercut it at 22 million. Good idea. It's 14 million. Wow. Oh, wow. wow. Okay. That's like nothing. Yeah. They didn't put much into that. Want to guess how much it made? Oh, good. Um, I'm going to say $32 million. I'm going to roll high and say 68. Um,. I will go with what's Brian say thirty two million? Yeah. Fields between the two. So thirty two million and a dollar. Wow. It was a hundred and fifty five million dollars. Yeah. It, nice. it did well. Which okay. that's real good. I think, I, 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 go ahead. Just uh, I, I had a moment where like a little tear came to my eye because I, I tend to just I type uh, type this over my old notes to kind of keep things in order and make it easy. And that's a hundred million dollars more in budget than the thing, yet made way more than the thing did. A hundred million more in budget? Wait, what? The the thing had uh fifteen million dollars to make. Oh, hundred percent oh, oh, so. more. Yeah, yeah. A uh, different time though. <clears throat> like this was this was um, eleven years later, I'm... and cinematic revenue was totally different by that point. And the the target audience was way different too. Yeah. Right, like the thing yeah, is, I, know. I mean, uh, no, I know, I know. It just, I can't help but weep a little. Yeah. I'm sorry. If okay. the thing came out not in the summer, it came out. It may have made more money. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, like if the thing came out like last year, it probably would have made a ton of money because horror movies are like super popular now. Yeah, they, maybe they Although make they money no matter how. Year, they... It would have sucked a dick, probably. Well, yes, yes absolutely. It would. <laughs> yeah, because if it came out last year, it wouldn't be Kurt Russell, and it wouldn't, you yeah. know, you know, yeah. Ugh, ugh. Anyway, it'd be Kevin Hart in it in The Rock. Oh fucking hell! <laughs> <laughs> I just saw that ad for Die Hart. Uh, yeah. That Wait, what? Also, so yeah. Kevin Hart has it's what's uh what's the uh who's carrying it? Is it Kevin Hart? What do you mean? No, no, no. Like what? Quibby. 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 Yeah. So Kevin Hart has a like an action comedy show on Quibby with John Travolta, where he's he's playing himself and he's upset because he always gets second billing as the 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 funny guy next to the rock specifically like they named rock drop the rock and so he goes to this john travolta is playing this old like stunt actor to try and train him to be an action star okay yeah good for him for getting work i guess all right so anyway that's now that we've talked about the thing <laughs> and die heart let's get on to the real topic cool runnings cool well Running. All right. Well, could you imagine if the four people, it's the thing, but it's it's a four man bobsled team. <laughs> some are real, some are imitations. Are they all tied inside the bobsled? Yeah. Like, and you have, yeah, but one, and one of them's got a flamethrower and you have to f- they have to figure out by the, the end of the run. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, it's by the end of the run, you either have to figure out who it is and kill them or they all become one. Yeah. <laughs> Feel the rhythm. <laughs> Feel the rhyme. That's, that's an, 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 an easy right. So you have, like, to escape the end of the movie, like, the thing had dug corridors, and they're sliding down on the bobsled trying oh, to no. get to escape. Yeah. <laughs> that's where the rescue team is. <laughs> like, they're going to figure out which one is a thing before, before the rescue team gets there and it starts all yeah. over again. <laughs> all right. At one point, they're just pushing a Volkswagen with uh, Wilford Brimley in it. This could be a ride at Universal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this could cool be Splash could, Mountain. Yeah, it could well, it'd be have to be a Disney ride, but that could totally just be a ride. Well, yeah, they're they're gonna change Splash Mountain, right? So I mean, they could have totally turned like Splash cool Mountain running. into a Cool Runnings ride. That would have totally worked. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> All right, I forgot to get the cast list ready, but oh. basically, you got you got John Candy as as Irv. You got um this guy Leon as uh, Darius. And you got uh, Dougie Doug as Senka Coffee. And um, I forgot yeah. who played Junior and Yule Brenner, but that's basically all you need so to know. Yule Brenner's Yoba is Yule Brenner. Who? And then uh, the other he's guy. He's in one of those, he's in one of those like NCIS shows, right? Uh, yeah, but like uh, I, I know him from, so. from, from, uh, from New York Undercover and various other movies. Oh, is that what it is? I know it was like one of those cop dramas. I just, I get a, I, I can't tell you which, mm. <laughs> which yeah. uh, primetime police dramas, which. And it, yeah, is it, is it Ra- of... Raleigh Lewis as Junior? Yeah. All right. That's right. Uh, yeah, they're they're both decent actors. They're both in a lot of stuff, but none of it is like anything Rob would watch. So yeah, true. But so who is Leon? What's he in? Is he like in stuff? Is he? We've seen he's been in, like two movies that that, that we've watched already. I think uh, is he? Yep. What's he been so in? cliffhanger. He was, he, he, he was the black dude in cliffhanger. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't uh, remember that, the one anything that, about cliffhanger other than sad running fight into with uh, Stallone where he's like he's doing martial arts. Wait, that's and, him. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Uh, that that fight scene was so sad. 
to watch. Yeah. And he's been in, in other things like like black folks know, but you you, like, you, you probably haven't, haven't watched any of stuff, so that's true. I'm not star black. of things only black folks know. <laughs> like for real, like there's for a whole, whole thread about 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 that. Good barbecuing. <laughs> yeah, he's also in a bunch of uh, cop drama kind of thing. Like, I, what? Uh, what's that one with Tom Selleck? Uh, Blue Bloods. Uh, yeah, he's in that. Oh, I was gonna say Magnum PI. Yeah, See, here's the thing. Or he this was not, in that. At uh, least. I mean, yes, it's it's yeah. it's probably shows and movies that that black folks would know, but also it's a bad metric because I just don't I don't watch anything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm fully unaware. Of the world around me. Alright, we want to start this thing off? I do want to ask one question. Uh-huh. Dougie Doug, is, he's been on our podcast before, right? Yep. Was was he yeah, in Eight-Legged yeah, Freaks? Eight-Legged Freaks. Okay. Yep. Alright. Alright. That's all. Welcome back. Right. Also, I would be the driver, if that's what you were going to ask. He, really? Yeah. You think so? I do. Okay. Okay. Alright. Can I, can I be like, can I just give the sled a push? And then, like, not go down the hill. If you're sure, not a team player, sure. Yeah. <laughs> no, actually, my, my one, the closest thing I've ever done to bobsledding is, like, an alpine slide. And I went flat out and put the uh, the accelerator that you get, um, you know, to full. And uh, I I, fl- I flipped it off the track. Yeah. So I, <laughs> I had to climb back on the track real quick before the next person came and hit me. <laughs> it was fun. fun though yep um okay so uh we start this movie off where you Jamaica, got this guy, 1942 yeah you got this guy Darice. um he loves sprinting he loves running he's gonna run in the olympics his dad ran in the olympics got the gold medal leon's hungry he's hungry for that medal he's willing to do crazy things for that medal like have a terrible jamaican accent mm. and um i i cannot in any way say that I'm good at grading what would be a, a good or a bad accent, so I'm going to make no comments on the accents in this movie. Um, but yeah, this man is willing to do strange and terrible things to get that medal, like hang out with uh, Dougie Doug, whose name's uh, Sanka Coffee. He is yeah. the best pushcart driver in all of Jamaica with his uh, Rasta Rocket pushcart. Can we talk about this pushcart derby? Please? Yeah, first talk, off, can we talk please? about his name being Sanka Coffee? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, well, okay. So I can see he, him being named Sanka somehow, and then Coffee, he just took took it to that level. But, yeah. What? What? Because <sighs> this is based on a true story. Obviously, yep. they changed ah. that. So you're yeah. gonna change the names. I get that. But you get Sanka Coffee and Yule Brenner. Seriously? Yeah. Like they're both jokes for the movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah jokes okay in it. big quotation marks. So like they're, 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 they're both jokes. Like it, it's, yeah. it's So this derby, it's like I, I don't really understand what's so so there's adult drivers, but there's like kids yeah, pit crews. I don't get what, what no, there's a child on the cart and I don't understand what his role is because he doesn't help push balance. I guess. I know. Wouldn't it make more sense to have the heavier person in the front? Yeah, like I could see if it, if there were flat parts and it was like someone in your team always needs to be on the cart. So like it made sense to have a kid in there where he can be on the cart while the adult pushes it. But um, yeah, I, I don't know. I guess like they just rather than get more weight for the front, 
to balance out the adult on the back. You just shove a kid in there. Well, maybe it's like, like why a... couldn't the kid drive? Like, I'm so yeah. confused as of this cart design. It's like Roman chariots. Maybe the kids are supposed to, like, fight the other mm-hmm. other carts. So, so that'd be something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can, somebody, well, somebody check that kid if he's now, got a bracelet right. made out of barbed wire. If it was four children pulling a chariot with Dougie Doug, like, whipping <laughs> <laughs> from the back, and he's got like bodicias on the side to like ram into people. Wait, um, so in this version, Dougie Doug is some Fagin type character? <laughs> I mean, why not? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, all right. Makes sense. Interestingly honestly. enough, though, like this part of the movie is legit in that like push carts, I don't know if they still are a real thing, but they were a real thing at the time. And the um, the the two guys that started the Jamaican bobsled team got the idea from watching a pushcart race. Yeah. So that actually that part's legit. And um, yeah, I mean it's a pretty cool race. Dougie Doug's dominating um, until he goes too fast and uh, in his hubris goes off the track and crashes into a shed, complete with the the flying chickens reference. Yep. Like there, there's no rules to this. Like from the from the minute it, it sets off, you can like hit uh, hit your opponents on purpose and knock them off the track on purpose. Like this is like a brutal out there. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. This, this this is what's so great about it. It is a it is a cart built by a child or children. Mm-hmm. Uh, you you just it's pushed by an adult with a kid on it just to put them in harm's way, I guess. And then you just slam it into other kids as you're running full speed down a hill. So this is the kind of shit that in America that we do in like the 70s and 80s. And then by around the 90s, we were like, no, we got to protect the children's. We can't do this. And that's but when like, Jamaica picked it up. Yeah, in Jamaica, they were like, no, we're still, we're still good. No, this is yeah. called population control. Yeah. <laughs> like, Another so... 20 years of Japan will be doing it. Yeah. <laughs> no, Japan... Uh, Japan only... has most extreme uh, challenge, yeah. so... The, they've been doing <laughs> oh, more oh yeah. Shit. Like, what, what's... Yeah. I don't know the name of the sport, but the one where you have, like, a guy on a fucking telephone pole, and then there's, like, an army of people trying to push him off, yeah. and, like, another army of people trying to prop him up. Yeah, they have uh, perfected this already. Are you kidding yeah. me? They, so anyway, they forego the cart, and they just fire you out of a cannon to, into a wall. Yeah. <laughs> So, Doris is ready for the Olympics. He's He sounds all confident to his wife. You get a little sweet scene there where, you know, he's he's saying he's going to he's gonna do it, and he's, he's not nervous, and then he's nervous. Um, and he runs off to the, uh, to the Olympic qualifying race, and the top four finishers are going to get to run for Jamaica. And you just get one race, and that's it. I mean, I guess tell you medal, but, like, one would think they would just do individual trials with the athletes and let the like the time speak for themselves. Yeah. Like if, I mean, if the race is that in, good, in the races you have, you have qualifying qualifying meets like that. That's real. Like yeah, um, you'll you'll have like um other chances throughout the year to hit the hit the number to be in this one race to qualify for yeah. the Olympics. So they've won the races to to get to this point, and then this is the last chance. So uh, these are all yeah. the fastest ones from all other races. I suppose actually, like, because I, I think this race would serve as their Olympic qualifying time. So I guess that makes sense. Because yeah. then, yeah, when they get to the Olympics, they've already, you know, technically qualified. But you'd but, think there would be something to the, like, oh, well, this guy had, like, the best time for the past couple of races. This time, a guy fell and tripped him. Maybe nope. we should do something about that? Don't matter. Don't matter. Yeah. Like, like, it, like playing playing a a, a, a a fucking football like the, the, the last game is what matters you could have beat everybody by a million points you yeah. lose the last game you fucking lost it don't matter like that the, the um, yeah. 2007 patriots played a perfect season 
Yeah. And we're unbeaten till like one minute left in the, the last game of the year. True. But when they lost, it's not because a bull got into the field and like knocked their quarterback out. You know what I mean? So what did, well, what exactly mean, did happen? Because I saw it like, what? did he just trip? Yeah, Junior tripped yeah. and he okay. took yeah. the other two out. So, like I, yeah, they there, tripped over him. Um, I've been watching a lot of Aussie Man, so I've been uh, brushing up on my Australian slang. And this is called Steve Bradbury because he was a Australian speed skater that won his entire like Olympic gold medal in a series of different races where people got disqualified or fell. Um, and <laughs> the last race was funny because it's like four guys going real fast and they're and this one guy that they're in danger of lapping. And the, the one guy, Steve Bradbury, he's he's like way the hell back there. And then all four of the, the guys in front of him fall over each other and slam into the wall. And he just skates past him and wins the gold medal. And he never, <laughs> like, he won all of his races, but none of them by, like, crossing the finish line before anybody else. <laughs> wow. So he's like an Australian national hero. Default, 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 yeah. default. So, yeah. Um, all right. So Derice goes to complain to the uh, Olympic commissioner, making like, fuck you. a lot of the arguments <laughs> that Tony just made. <laughs> yeah, the guy's like, fuck you. Um, and then he uh, sees that uh, his father's up on the wall, you know, with the gold medal. And he's with just some some random uh, white guy. And he's Mad like, demon. Who's that? Yeah, with Matt yeah. Damon, yeah. <laughs> that's kind of like Matt Damon, for real. <laughs> and like, yeah, it's from Invictus. <laughs> so um, the commissioner's like, oh yeah, that guy, he wanted to get your dad to bobsled for some reason. And he's like right down the street. Um, so yeah, um, Darius takes the picture. He's like, I'm out. And he goes over, kicks the wheels off Senka's push cart. He's like, that's a bobsled. <laughs> and if I were Senka, I would have been like, you could have just told me, dude. Like, right. <laughs> Show me a picture. Right. Now I, I gotta just snapping those back on. <laughs> now little Timmy needs to yep. skip his lunch to rebuild that, that box car. Yeah. Um, Timmy didn't survive the last race, so it's all good. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um oh yeah. Um and I suppose it's worth pointing out when uh when um Sanka crashed, like uh Darice asked him or he's like, Sanka, are you dead, man? And then like Sanka's like, yeah. And then they keep talking because it's a running joke through the whole movie. So um, they uh, they go. Oh, yeah. They get in Senka's um, sweet ass Jamaican Volkswagen um, and drive on down to the pub where uh, John Candy's hanging out. Like, I, I know I know y'all like y'all probably in the early 90s weren't 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 about the fashion of this. But like I missed the cross colors from like the the the, the, the red, the green, the yellow and the gold. Like kind of like that was a, a legit thing. And I. I I had like one outfit that was like cross color the, the, the way these were. That was mm. all this, all, and I was I was like souped that I, that I had this one outfit like that. But like oh, I missed that. I, mean, I it was, was in the '90s. We were all dressed like that. Yeah, I'll refrain from talking any shit about it because like we were just wearing like one solid awful neon color or something like like that. Like <laughs> just like it it was bad. Like you know, at least these had like patterns and stuff that looked cool. It just looked like that Doug cartoon. Mm-hmm. We, <laughs> I forgot how many of them like had no seeming rhyme or reason to them. Mm-hmm. Hold, hold, I'll be right back. Um, it, it was just like a you know like a neon orange shirt with like a bright green hoodie over it with like purple pants and yellow shoes. Like mm-hmm. just no yeah. connective tissue no, there. Yeah, it had to be neon. That was it. 
Yeah. You no, know, if it was neon, it matched. Um. So yeah, they they find uh John Candy here in the bar listening to uh a horse race, which um his his bet loses. So he uh, goes over to the wall and picks up a nice uh, pool cue, you know, inspects its quality, and then just smashes the shit out of the radio. I like how, like, the announcer on the radio was like, anyone who picked this guy is a fucking idiot. Yeah. <laughs> also, so, question, does he own this bar? It seems that way. I hope so, because he's just fucking it up. Because <laughs> um, they said he's, he's a, a, a town bookie. Yeah. He might. I think... He's just hit enough people with a pool cue that they they don't they don't try to move him from the bar. Fair enough. Um, are we talking about John Candy's uh, explosive reaction? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I think uh, they just noticed it was a four hundred pound man with a pool cue and said, uh, "No." That's what I'm saying because it's, it's Jamaica, so the cops don't have guns. So <laughs> like they're like, I'm not going to be the first person to go in there. So we'll just leave him there. So it's kind of like if he was a bear that just kind of got in there. Yeah. The, the uh, bartender's yeah. like, we, we don't know how to handle this. So just fucking feed him every once in a while and let him yeah. do his thing. Exactly he hasn't smashed that. any people yet. But yeah, um, he's, he's breaking radios. He's pulling posters off the wall and ripping them up. Um, so now Doris, um goes over and, uh, you know, asks him to coach the bobsled team. He goes and picks out the pool cue again and chases them out. And then you get one of this movie's many, many montages. Mm. And if there's one thing that this movie does well, it's montages. Um, and if it doesn't, it sure as hell tries. Because uh, this one is um, Darice and uh, Sanka just surprising Irv over and over again with um, asking them to coach the team. Um, well, before finally uh, Darice just... Um, get you know does what he should have done in the first place and shows him the picture um and then finally Irv's like okay this is the plot device that's supposed to get me aboard i'm aboard let's but i also, i like that he's looking at the picture and he's like wow i, I look like a totally different person yeah. like yeah no shit <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fuck it is <laughs> like yeah, you're not even remotely the same <laughs> yeah that, it would have been funny if it was a picture of him, of like his face pasted onto a different different body. That would have been funny. <laughs> or if they had him, like, he's looking at the picture, like, I look like a totally different person. He's like, no, uh, your thumb's over you. That's the black guy. Like, oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> so um, now they have tryouts, and there's there's a room full of guys there. And they start playing this film about, uh, you know, bobsledding. And it's just like the blooper reel. And, like, you know, just people crashing over and over again. Like, that was on purpose, though. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, he was he hoping that, 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 yeah. that no one would, would, would want to do it after seeing, seeing all the crashes. Yeah. And Irv's, Irv's like, in a bobsled, your bones don't break. They shatter. And let me correct you. It did not seem to be a blooper reel. Because as far as I could tell, it seemed the name that was given at the end of this is just... Bobsledder kills and crash, or killed and cl yeah. crash. No, I, I guess it's, it's more like a faces of death than a yeah. movie. Um, I mean, it's old enough. It's more, I'm sorry. It's more yeah. like a mystery science theater short. So um, now, like the tough guy from the race, that um, one of the guys that missed the Olympic qualifier uh, when Junior knocked them down shows up, yeah, and he's he's talking tough, and his name's Yule Brenner. Mm -hmm. And I like that both. Or at least that's the name he gives. It yeah, may not that, actually be his name. But. 
Doris and um, you know, and Irv both look at each other like, "What?" <laughs> Irv's like, "I don't know." <laughs> um, so then, um, should we call it? Then Junior shows up, and Yul Brenner's like, "I am going to kill you." Uh, and then, like Dougie Doug has to get in there and you know do his thing. Yeah, and then like they they ultimately work it out, and they're the Jamaican bobsled team. Ta-da! Um, so by that? the way, this guy. He is just Carlton Jr. He's a he. He doesn't have Carlton's confidence. No, he has his, he has his, his, his confidence. He has his closet though. Mm-hmm. He, he definitely he does have his closet. closet. Yeah, it's got Carlton's closet, which okay. is a franchise I'm going to open up pretty soon. <laughs> uh, it's it's 90s throwback wear, mostly yeah. sweaters, sweater vests, and uh, khakis. So they get a bobsled, well, a uh, some cut up oil drums and like. You know, some wagon wheels and a few boards called a bobsled. Yep. And, um, yeah, they like, so Sanka agreed to do this on the condition that he would be the driver. Um, so he's, he's, you know, whining that he can't be the driver. He's got to be the brake man. And then, um, Irv is like, yo, do you want to be the first one at practice and the last one to leave and stay up all night studying all the turns and have everyone's lives in your hands? And he's like, I do not. I will be the brake man. Yeah, never mind. I'll be the brake man, too. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, uh, you know, if, if you remember the rule set, Tony, I don't think you're going to be the driver. <laughs> um, oh, whatever. But I, I do wish that, like, they had made... Sanka be the one who like who was fixing the 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 the, the push cart in the beginning like to show he yeah. has like skills with his hands or whatever because like one thing that like they look it's, it's like it's not it's a movie so it's not real but like the fact that they went from like they built this prototype bobsled like who the fuck built that yeah <laughs> the fact that they, that they fixed up the one they got for, for the actual race like who the fuck fixed that shit like yeah like, with with what money how is that like what like yeah <laughs> with kissing what yeah. yeah and one quick <laughs> scene could show that this guy is like a macgyver or something like maybe yeah. to make some money uh he fixed that radio and then he used it to sing like a jackass or something like that something yeah. you know yeah. it's, it's also it's a small thing but like for me it would would, would have helped yeah yeah well i think it also would have been good because in this moment he is basically going from like you know oh i'm here uh, i'm the driver because i did the push carts and i'm good at driving and yada yada and like they're like, no, you're the brake man. So it's basically like, yeah, you know that one thing you do, you're not going to do that anymore. So why are you here? Right, because they need a fourth person. Yeah, well, but at that point, he is just yeah he becomes the extra body. So um, now they uh yeah they get their bobsled uh and uh, it cuts back to Junior who uh, we meet Junior's father who like Junior starts to talk and his father's just like. Okay, this is what's going to actually happen. I'm fucking like Tywin Lannister here. I just, I've made all the decisions for your life. <laughs> um, and um, so Junior has like no confidence in his, uh, his ability to confront his father. And that's his personal flaw that he has to overcome. Um, that's a shitty like, like dynamic too. Because like when you're not allowed to do anything where you can possibly gain your own confidence, all you yeah. have to go on is who your dad is. And that sets you up for like, for shit. The rest of your life, you know what I mean? Like that, that's that's a weird. Yeah, like, and you could never speak against him because he could always just be like, you know, I started in a one room shack and now I have this mansion. Yeah, so. but yeah. and and also it's like since he since his father came up that way, his father is probably viewing it as like because he's not giving him opportunities, he just sees every. He's like, oh, you don't have it hard, therefore you can't possibly understand 
or even live up to a standard, even if I allowed you to. Yeah. Right. And, and at the same time, though, I think his father, you know, he thinks out of a place of love that he's like, well, I don't want my kids to have to deal with any of the shit I had to deal with. So yeah. I'm going to make it so that they don't, whether, you know, whether they he's, want to or he's not. He's protecting him, but at the same time, yeah. he's disappointed. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That he's accepting the protection, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But this right. this is also a little weird because it's about this point where I'm going, how old is he? Because look wise, I can't tell. Like he could be in his 30s, he could be in his 20s, but he's still living with his father, and you know, yeah, apparently, well, like very much under his thumb. Well, I know he, he's not given chances to do yeah. otherwise, but but it well, did make me go like, how old is he supposed to be in this movie? But. In fairness, though, like his dad was uh, sending him out of the house, like because in that conversation he's like, "I got you a job in Miami. You're going there for yeah. a brokerage firm." So he's got to be in, in yeah. his, in just finished college or you know around around that age, whatever. Yeah, probably early early twenties. Yeah. Um. So we have important montage work to get to. We gotta um. You know, push John Candy around in a Volkswagen. We gotta have <laughs> shitty. So terrible. Yeah, and John Candy, like his head's out the top. Like, dude, it looked like he was just wearing it. Uh, it looked like he was cosplaying. It, it, it looked, looked like, like he they, was doing a terrible Bumblebee cosplay. It looked like, like they like, lowered like him a, down in there from a crane. <laughs> like, what's the name name from from from, from the GI Joe movie? Uh, 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 Globulus was it? Yeah, <laughs> riding that fucking round yeah. thing. It's like Globulus's little floating thing. And here's the thing: if you've listened to this podcast, you know that we are we are John Candy fans. Like we yeah. we love this dude, but this was just <laughs> this is a and bad the four look. of us are not fitting in that bobsled either. No, definitely not. <laughs> but yeah, oh, well, I'm, I'm again, too tall. Yeah, not to not to keep, keep ragging on, but it is like uh, my main thought at that point was like that is a major leap in your progression here because it's them pushing this bobsled, which is you know, supposedly very heavy and, you know, hard to push. And it's like, you think the progression would be push the bobsled, then maybe the bobsled with John Candy in it, then a Volkswagen, not just then a Volkswagen with Well, okay, but like the point is, (laughs) you you gradually add weight. You don't just say, here's a Volkswagen with John Candy in it, push this fucker up a hill. Well, he was, he was pissed off. Yeah. Well, and and like... The one thing like that this team has on its side over all the other teams is like just sheer power. And that that's what John Candy was going for. And that like they could push like his his theory is they can push the bobsled faster in the beginning. And that's how they're going to have their edge. They'll have an, an amazing push start. So like might as well keep working on that. Have them push around a, a Volkswagen and whatnot. Like two of these guys are already Olympic level athletes. Yeah, presumably Junior like is not that far behind. Uh, yeah, Brenner and and um, Darice. So um, this this montage, they slowly get better and they slowly get better. Uh, they put Dougie Doug in an ice cream truck where he belongs, and um, he gets frozen to the point that one of his dreadlocks shatters. I thought that was kind of funny when his dreadlock mm-hmm. broke off. And then. Yeah, then they go um, and they go down a hill for the last time and they hit that like six second start time that they're looking for. And um, they uh, but the the push cart, I'm not the push cart, the bobsled goes out of control. I'm pretty sure it loses a wheel, but it's still like going like super fast down the hill and uh, it crashes into a cop car. And here's where you get like the not the poster for the movie, but the part of the trailer that would. You know, the one that's going to sell it for everyone. Because, like, the cops like, who are you? And they're like, we're the Jamaican bobsled team. And the cops start laughing. And that, I remember 
I remember that from the trailer. Yep. Um, Star Lord. <laughs> yeah, I also remembered the where did these guys come from? Everybody yelling yeah. Jamaica. And then, um, so now we cut to uh, Irv, uh, who, who was super happy that they they nailed their start time. Um, he goes to the Olympic Commissioner. The Olympic Commissioner is like, "You're an embarrassment, and your team's an embarrassment." And we don't have a lot of money to send people to the Olympics, so we sure as hell aren't giving any of it to you. I mean, Get uh, out of my sight. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, then they're like, all right, got to make the money on our own. So uh, let's do another montage. Uh, so we'll do the fundraising montage where you got Yul Brenner arm wrestling people. You got uh, Dougie Doug singing. You got um, the ki- uh, the kissing booth for Darice. He's getting all the ladies. And um, Junior, you don't really see what he's up to. Um, I do appreciate the the, the, the kissing booth line because yep. like because uh, uh, um, Darius is like he's like uh, you know making out with this one girl and the next woman up it's like his fucking wife. Yeah. <laughs> we need like, to talk like, over here. It's like uh, that money's mine. Yeah. <laughs> Which also around this time, if I could just bring up a little note, um, while looking for information on this. On the International Movie Daily Bugle, I, I found a little thing that threw me off for a moment, stating that apparently at one point Leon is in drag in this movie. Really? Supposedly. I did not see where when I watched it. Why? But I, I'm now wondering, like, was he like, somewhere? It in made this... it in, into the final cut? Or, like, it was, I, there was a scene that, that wasn't in there? I, it just says he is in drag at some point in this movie. So I don't know. For sure, Leon. Uh, yeah, wasn't well. Like I don't, I don't know if he's supposed to be the character Leon or if it's just him. Like he could just be an extra in like the arm wrestling scene. I don't know. It's so vague and okay. so weird. But I thought I'd throw that in there. I'll tell you what. If this were uh, Denzel Washington, Eddie Murphy, Marlon Wayans, and uh, Wesley Snipes, they'd get so much money at the kissing booths. They just buy a gold medal, and that'd yep. be it. <laughs> I yeah. mean, Denzel probably just has one. I'd fucking get in that line. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, but his uh, is getting repossessed, so... Oh. Uh, Denzel? Um, oh, no, I'm sorry. Wesley Snipes. <laughs> okay, I was gonna say. Wait, come on. I'm right. sorry. Yeah, no, Denzel's got plenty of gold. Yeah. Mm. So fucking, um... The, uh... Like, they make, like, a hundred-something bucks at the kissing booth before that gets shut down. Uh, someone gives Dougie Doug a dollar to, to stop singing. And, um, like... Yule Brenner made like 60 bucks arm wrestling or something. So they don't have enough money. But then freaking uh, Junior comes in and he's like, I sold my car. Bam, here's the money. And by Junior, we do mean pregnant Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Uh, that movie, no good. I anyway. about that movie. Wow. Um, <laughs> and for good reason. Yeah. Let's move on. So, um, you know, they're off to, to Canada now. Back then, twenty grand was enough to to wage an Olympic campaign. So uh, you get the um, the obligatory, uh, you know, guys from Jamaica in the winter, you know, going out into the cold in uh, in Calgary, and uh, Dougie Doug has to put on every single piece of clothing he packed and his suitcase. Um, I mean, yeah, and, it's cold. Yeah, that's a nice and, touch. Yeah, they get in their car and they go off to the winter store, uh, like the win- the the winter clothing store, and there's just they come out of this, it's the 90s. I mean, they, they didn't know any better. But, like, they're just neon everything. So colorful. Yeah. So Yo, colorful. I had a ski jacket. 
Yeah. When I and when I was around this age, it was like it was like the uh, Charlotte Hornets colors, but like on steroids, you know, neon. Okay. And I used to love that shit. Like, <laughs> so the funny thing though is, um, on the ski slopes, there are still people who dress like this. Oh yeah. Yeah. It, it never really went away in the winter sport. Well, I think it helps you be spotted in the mm-hmm. snow. So, <laughs> so they go to register the Olympics, and we find out at this point that Irv has some kind of tragic past. We don't know what yet, but we know like a lot of people in the bobsled community don't really like him. Um, so he negotiates with his buddy Roger to get a sled. Um, and meanwhile, the, uh, the rest of the bobsled team needs to learn to, uh, run on the ice. So they're like falling around the nice rink. Uh, when all of a sudden the fucking Soviet hockey team gets unleashed on them and they got to run off the ice. I I understand this is a movie and you can't put everything in because like there's no way that at the Olympics would be the first time they ever had a chance to to fucking be on ice. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm. No, they they were brought to Austria to train, you know, in, on mountains and shit. Yeah, like that's that's one thing. As a kid, it, I, it didn't even like occur to me that, that how bullshit the, the, yeah. the part of the movie is. It didn't, occur to, adult, me. It didn't like, occur to me today. Like, <laughs> like there's no, there's no because like like having done track, like shaving seconds or milliseconds off your time is fucking hard. It's a lot of work. Yeah, to like to, to, to do that, it's easy at first, you know. Once you get some technique down, you know, your numbers drop quite a bit. But, like, those extra, like, hundreds of a second, it's fucking hard. It takes a lot of work to, like, to, to get where you're doing that all the time. Fuck, there's no way that they were, like, this is my first time on fucking ice. Like, no. <laughs> yeah. But I do, I do kind of give it a pass because, as I said, like, most of them are, like, trained athletes. So they would have that discipline. So, you like, I'm not saying it's, it's, it, it translates that way in real life. I'm just saying in a context of a movie, I'm just like, okay, I'll give it a pass. Cause like, he's obviously, you know, the, at least three of the four guys have trained for presumably years to like get themselves to the point where they can, you know, they have that discipline. Yeah. And the yeah, fourth guy is still the best at what he does, which what he does is not really at that competitive of a sport, but he still presumably can train for that. No, but that that is still bullshit because it does. They're like, oh yeah, these guys are awesome because they can run really fast. But that doesn't mean shit if you can't stand up. No, but they can. That they're. It's it's like if you have trained yourself, you get better at like like trained yourself to do something physical. You're you're in a better starting point most of the time to do something else. Uh, sure. The, yeah. I mean, it depends. Like if if you learn to to ski, like you're you're in a much worse position to learn to snowboard. And vice versa. But like for a lot of other things, like, you know, if they've learned to run, they know how to how to move their 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 body the right way and balance and stuff. They're just like, okay, tell me how I gotta balance now and how I gotta use my feet. And we're good. Um so yeah, they they get their sled. It looks ready to go on Fury Road. Um <laughs> parts of it are falling off, it's all rusty and whatnot. And you see all the other like bobsled teams, and there's this Russian driver, it's got a sweet ass mullet. Like his mullet is competition ready. There's a lot a lot of mullets in this movie. Yeah. <clears throat> um so now they show up at the bobsled uh like not even qualifiers or whatever, just some some practice runs. And everyone sees the Jamaicans and everyone's just giving them the stank eye. Yeah. Yeah. Some, East German guys heckling them. This is uncomfortable. Yeah. Uh, 
I've been there. It's uncomfortable. It's rude. It's just yeah. rude is what it is. So their first run, they're all just in the sled, and uh, Irv just gives them a little nudge to start them off. And their first run friggin' sucks, and they crash. And um, we cut back to the hotel where uh, Sanka's cooking some bananas in a hot plate. And Yule Brenner's really mad about it for some reason. And then, like, Yule's talking about how Probably he wants- stinks. Yeah. Oh yeah, he says it stinks. Yeah, Yule wants to uh, to get out of Jamaica. He he hates the island. He's like, this is where I want to live. And he holds up a picture of Buckingham Palace. And like, Sanka's basically just like, yo man, you are you are like just the worst. Like you're you're like mentally deficient. But um, <laughs> Junior's like, no, you know, if he wants to do it, like he wants to do it, like you know, you dream big. You know, follow yeah. your ambitions. It's like maybe you won't live in Buckingham Palace, but you know, yeah. you can get a big, big palatial space that's no. not already maybe. occupied by the Queen of England. Maybe you'll find some sweet young princess. True. Win her over. Who knows? Yeah. Like, um, this is nice because, like, this is where, like, Yule and, and, and Junior kind of, like, mm-hmm. kind of bury the hatchet. You know, like, like Yule's like, all right, well, maybe this guy, you know. Yeah. He, I will not kill this man today. Basically, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, you know, he starts, he starts seeing each other as, as people versus, yeah. like, he's the guy who fucked up my my, my dreams. Now, all right, this is a person now. Like, yeah. <laughs> Although I'm still mad at him for making fun of uh, Dougie Doug there for reading the Hulk. Fuck yeah, I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, so, he did say he had some serious reading to do, though. I mean, come on. Well, yeah. he- Look at him! You knew he wasn't going to pull out Dostoevsky or some shit. <laughs> so I don't know that. The next day, they do My their um, their uh, first like push start run, and it's a total failure. And um, a picture's taken of basically the bobsled going down the hill, and the rest of the Jamaicans just sliding down the course after it. But like, that's and, the thing. It wasn't even like it wasn't even them not training well. It was just like what it looked like the foothold was iced over or something like that. It was, well, they just, were used. They were used to getting into an oil drum, not a freaking bobsled. Yeah, but it looked like his foot kept slipping off yeah. the like the foothold. So now, fucking, um, I could see why Junior's dad is like such a wealthy man because he his attention to detail is fierce. He sees one picture of his son <laughs> wearing a helmet, lying prone. He's like, "My boy done fucked up." <laughs> I, I mean, I assume out. I assume it had all of their names captioned under the photograph. That's not what we saw, Rob. <laughs> all right. Yeah, to be fair, he just looks at that photo and he's like, oh, that son of a bitch. <laughs> Maybe he just I know that's really hates flying. bobsledding. Yeah. And it just reminded him to be mad at his son. So, um. But is this around the time he's watching the Swedish team? Uh, he already did. And he's. This is when, like, Doris decides, he's like, all right, if we're going to do this, we got to be like Sweden. Um, which... also, did did you catch in that training montage with the Swedish team? It ends with them making a TIE fighter noise? Yeah. Yes, certainly yeah, what did. the hell was that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Disney didn't have Star Wars at that point. I don't know how that got in there. I do have a question, though, yeah. uh, about Junior mm-hmm. and his dog. Yes. Yeah. Is he making out with that dog? Oh, he's Maybe. Because I feel like he probably practiced his first kiss on that dog. Look, man, love is love, man. Uh, <laughs> I'm not saying he loves the dog. I'm saying I think he just practiced kissing. I would dog. have never thought to think that. Yeah, let's let's not go too deep into this because <laughs> nobody's gonna nobody's gonna yeah. be happy. So what I want. Yep. Yeah. All right. All right. So now 
um, should we call it? So Darius is, you know, he's talking to this uh, one of the guys that used to be, um, I think, on uh, on Irv's team or he's one of Irv's old friends. And, um, you know, he comes over and he's talking to Darius and Darius is like, yeah, I want to be like Switzerland. They're the best. You know, and I got my coach. He's the best. He's going to get us there. This guy's like, you know, you're uh, your coach put a bunch of weights in his sled and uh, doesn't have any gold medals anymore because of that. And um, like, it's funny because like. John Candy basically just pops around a corner. He's like, you, shut the fuck up. Get out. And the guy leaves. And I'm like, when are they going to discuss the fact that he's a cheater? Because I thought, I just assumed from how these movies go that this would be the scene then where um, Therese would just go back to the other three, tell them, and the four of them would have like a, like a falling out with the coach. But don't you appreciate that that didn't happen? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so much. Yeah. It's just like, okay, but he's still our coach. Like He's still been yeah. training us. Like, I don't care, whatever. Because yeah. up until this point, we're painting by numbers with this movie. And I was like, yeah, we totally broke from the formula. Yeah. It's like, I'll ask him later, like yeah. an adult, just face yep. to face. Like, hey, what happened? Yeah. And then when you, I'll let him explain himself. Of course, which somewhere around out. here, Dougie Doug shows up in a maid's outfit. Yeah. Yeah. I, I yeah. don't know why. So, are you uh, sure just, that wasn't just to get your brother to yell at a at a Canadian woman? I wonder if I am. Yeah, first of all, I'll talk about that in a second. First of all, like, do you think maybe IMDb just got it wrong and it it said Leon, but they meant Dougie Doug? The people on IMDb, Rob, <gasps> never. <laughs> I mean, not yeah. to, I would never besmirch their grandpappy's good name, but oh. uh, the people and then, on IMDb <laughs> consistently get every DC movie's ratings wrong. <laughs> <laughs> remember when they were trying was, to argue that <laughs> i wonder if there was a, a a scene where leon was like the one in in, in the maid drag and they were like nah this don't work he's too hot i'm hoping it's something where like he was just you know he's like i'm not in this scene fuck it i'm gonna throw on a wig and a dress and i'm gonna be in there but yeah. it it could be anything yeah it could just be somebody who's really stupid and doesn't realize that leon is not dougie doug I don't know. Maybe Leon just rocks drag and just wanted to do it for something on the set. Maybe. I don't know. I don't but know. I'm just saying, like, I didn't see any of that, but I did see this dude in a maid outfit. Yeah. But anyway, so yeah, then this freaking poor Canadian, like, hotel person comes up and gets yelled at by Yul Brenner, and she's just like, sorry. It's the <laughs> most... It's so bad for a hot second. Yeah, it's the it's literally the most pathetic thing I've ever hear, heard come out of a person's mouth. Sorry. It sounded like it was ADR'd in later yeah, by a mouse. But like, um, just go go yell at a Canadian. Just surprise him and yell at him. They'll just they'll do that. Sorry. Unless it's a John Candy. Unless do it's not, John Candy. No, do not just roll up on a John Candy. Whale you with a pool cue. <laughs> um, so all right. So now, uh, this movie is doing a lot of painting by numbers, but this scene coming up is one where I appreciated it because I wanted, I, even though I could tell everything that was going to happen in the, in this bar scene, I was like, this is still really fun. So you get you get Dougie Doug being an idiot, like at the line dancing bar, you know, trying to, to line dance. Um, and then you get like uh, Junior, who is, he's all bummed out because his dad just sent a telegram saying like, you done fucked up, so you got to come home. And uh, Yul Brenner ain't having it. He's like, uh-uh, you know, stand up to your dad. And then the East Germans come by and they're talking shit. So, like, basically, uh, Junior's like, okay, I'm sorry, I'll I'll get out of your way. Um, and then 
Eel Brother's like, I'm not having that either. Drags him in the bathroom, puts him in front of the mirror. He's like, what do you see? He's like, I see pride. I see power. I see a badass mother. And then, um... I'm good enough. I'm smart enough. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. yeah, he... You get the Yule Brenner version of Stuart Smalley. Um, and, uh, like... Oh, that dude got canceled, huh? It's funny, though, like, how, uh, fucking... He, um... Like, he gets Junior all, like, worked up. So Junior goes out and immediately starts shit with the East German guy and forgets that it's still, like, this, like, tough guy, you know, East German man that just pushes him over. Um, so then Yule still, like, got his back. And, you know, fight starts. And uh, we get just silly bar fight scene. Dougie Doug, who at this point has actually learned to line dance. And he's yeah, taking the What's that? Yeah, it ain't hard. hard. No, it's... <laughs> I mean... Well, I just want to point out, Dougie Doug was gonna yeah. smash. Like, oh yeah, yeah. like the woman oh, yeah. he was next. Like he was, he he was playing idiot on purpose to get her to laugh. Yeah. <laughs> she had, like, he had her like, hat on. She had his hat yeah. on. They had sweet tra- tra- traded hats. She was laughing and smiling. He was, he was, he was yeah. gonna smash. Like, he was, <laughs> he, yeah, he was, uh, he was putting on his red jacket. You know, he was getting ready to close that deal. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> on the subject of smashing, he does like a fucking. Like Rey Mysterio jump off the bar crossbody into this uh, bar fight. Well, yeah, this is fantastic because he's just like, oh, excuse me, I gotta take care of something. Just goes running across the bar, <laughs> jumps onto it, and then leaps yeah. onto somebody. So the only thing that I could have used is uh, one person being slid the length of the bar. Didn't have to be one of the main characters. Um, well, wait, it would have been Dougie Doug for sure. It would have been Dougie Doug. Though, no, yeah. Junior. Are you kidding me, Junior? He is no. prime for that shit. No, Dougie Doug is like the comic relief kind of the movie. Yeah, it definitely true. would have been him. And he would have gotten so, like beer in his hair. I'll, I'll give it. I'll, I'll, well, there's a few things here. For one, yeah, Junior is a freaking idiot because he does. He gets all confidenced up and then he comes running out of the bathroom with all this bravado and he has nothing to back it up. And it's like, dude, you got to at least think another step or two ahead of this because you you just immediately crumbled. It was it was sad to see. Uh, but I also want to give them credit because, yeah, Dougie Doug is like, he's trying to do the line dancing. He eventually gets there. It's not like him trying to, you know, add his own style to it and then, like, teach everybody else to do that or one of those dumb kind of things you tend to see in movies. Yeah. Or he didn't them... get up on stage and start rapping. Yeah. Or oh, this also God, wasn't that... a thing where, like, they're in a country bar, so everybody immediately hates them. Like, I was no. nervous for that one for a well, moment. Well, it's a Canadian country bar. <laughs> True. Weird. If it was an American country bar. Well, well yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> well, we, we, we already had that scene early in the movie, so. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, and here's another thing I like with the movies. They go back, right? And Irv's like, fucking get your, get your heads together. You know, like, he's like, get, you know, get in it. Cause you're, your guys are, you guys are fucking around too much. Like, get serious about this. And he's like, I'll see you tomorrow morning. And I was. Totally thinking at this point, this is when um, Doris was just going to be like, oh, you're going to yell at us? Well, Mr. Fucking Cheaty Pants. But he doesn't. And I was like, cool. And then like the next morning, they all just wake Irv up at 6 a.m. And it's it's montage time. Yeah. Yep. And the montage ends with them uh, being presented with their uniforms. And they, you know, they look legit now. Mm-hmm. Um, so now... You get some shit where they have a, they got to qualify. So they got to get a one minute flat to qualify, even though the rules were like a minute six or something along those lines. A minute two, then they change the last minute. Yeah. Yeah. So now like shenanigans are happening. Um, And then they, uh, 
So they do their run and they get a 5946. So they make it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, awesome. They're celebrating. And, um, you know, it's time to, to name the sled. And Junior wants to name it Tallulah. And like, uh, sounds like a $2 whore. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, that's a $2 <laughs> hooker name. That's my mom's name, fucker. <laughs> and again, like, right when, right when he said $2 hooker, you knew it was his mom's name. Right, like, of course. Movies, yeah. They're doing it, like, they're doing it exactly how they should do it, if that makes sense. So, like, it's getting laughs out of me, even though normally I hate when it's this predictable. Um, so I decide to name the uh, sled Cool Runnings, and then, like, a telegram shows up, and it, it's just like, Dear Mr. Candy, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty much it. The Olympic Commission. So now the fucking, the Olympic Council here gets a full steam John Candy just juggernauting into the room. <laughs> yeah. And you get you get the behind the back cam. And I'm like, I don't want to be the first person that, that tries mm-hmm. to stop him. Mm-hmm. And he comes in and he's just like, you want some acting chops? You want generic speech? That's going to influence everybody? Here it is. Boom. I thought he was just going to come in and Kirby the whole room. Yeah. I wish. <laughs> Flip that giant donut-shaped table over. <laughs> and then eat it. Then eat it. So yeah, he's like, look, you guys hate me. Fine. I'll go home. Punish me. Whatever. But these guys, you know, work super hard for their country. They want to represent their country. And you're taking that from them because of me. Like, you're all a bunch of assholes. And they're like, like, all right, he caught us. We are assholes. (laughs) Let's let them in. I just realized that was the the main bad dude, whatever his name is, the the official, whatever, no, the the official, whatever. Uh, It's like his third time on our podcast. Yeah. I can't remember. I can't remember what he's been in either, but he does look familiar. He was in Falling Down. He he, he was one of the captains in, in, in Falling Down. Mm-hmm. Um, and he oh, okay. was, uh, what was the other one he was in? I can't remember. Oh, um, fuck. I just had it. Someone else we, we had just seen recently. So anyway, but yeah, it, sorry. Go ahead. Cut back to, um, you know, John Candy waiting by the phone after, you know, he delivered a speech check. He's waiting to see if it passed. And, um, he gets the phone call, like literally like the scene right after. And he's like, ah, oh, it sucks. You know, the council decided that we're in. Yay. <laughs> and uh it's a fucking man pile on john candy um, it really is which is funny because yeah. john candy's oh. kind of a man pile on his own yeah the ref he, he was he was the, the cop in the ref oh, oh jesus i don't remember yeah. anything about the ref except cap yeah. is <laughs> um so now like this is a part where being a low budget movie in 1993 um i could see why they made this decision but how awesome would it have been to see like them actually go into the Olympic stadium. Like that would be a, a moving moment. Cause that's, that's like that parade of athletes as, as they go in for the opening ceremonies is like, you know, it's full of grandeur to watch. Yeah. And for these, these four people, like, you know, for the ones that wanted to be in the Olympics and now they're here to compete, like it would be a huge moment for them, but it's also a $30 million budget. Right. And that would be a tough scene to shoot. So, and to be uh, honest, like I was uh, still emotionally hyped from John Candy's whole speech in the boardroom. Mm-hmm. So like I, I didn't even necessarily need all that. So yeah. it would have been cool, but like I think I'm I'm fine without. So yeah, you just see them walking into the stadium on um you know on a little TV in Jamaica, and you see like unlike what the commissioner predicted, like all the Jamaican people that you see are like super into this. Um I mean like and- why 
why wouldn't you be? Yeah, like, exactly. I think the commissioner like, realizes. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm like, I'm like, it's black folks doing shit that only white folks do. Yep. At, at, a, at a high level, I'm game. Like, <laughs> yeah. So um, now they, uh, oh, now um, Junior's father shows up and um, he's like, all right, we're going home right now. Get your stuff. And Junior's like, not doing it. I'm here with the team. You know, you don't like it too bad. And it's competition time. It was a good, uh, good stand-up moment. Yeah. Like, like he, he surprised himself. He, he, he didn't think he can do it, but he did it. And even his dad was like, all right. Like, he, he was okay. too stunned that it happened to be like, to fight well, back. Well, that, that first time he fought back, yeah. And doing it in the elevator was strategic, too, because he took his hand off the door. And he's like, see ya. <laughs> <laughs> Which is kind of funny, because, like, when he grabbed that elevator door, it was yeah. like, he grabbed that aggressive. And I was like, oh, yeah. my, is he going to punch his father in the face right now? <laughs> Am I so, going to see something crazy? Um, now, you know, it's competition time and like everyone's super pumped about this and their first run sucks a big one. They hit all the walls. They get a really bad start and they get right into last place. And you see all the kids back home have like the chalkboard out where they're like, they're writing the times for everybody. And they're just like, fuck. <laughs> uh, so now they go back to the, uh, the hotel and John Candy's like, look, you guys know what to do. Just fucking do it. Whatever you gotta do, get your heads in the game. Like you gotta, you gotta be loose out there. And so, um, like he leaves, and now the four of them are talking. And this is kind of where where Sanka has his moment, where he's like, "Look, man, we're trying to be like fucking Swedish. Let's just be Jamaican." Yeah, yeah. You know, and like, yeah, we're different. Let's celebrate that. See, this moment is mm-hmm. why Sanka was there. Yeah, it was like he's like the the, the team spirit, like team heart. Mm-hmm. You know. Like he maybe yeah. he's not as, as as big as everyone else or as strong or as fast, but like you know he he brings them back together to to re- remember what what's important. So like mm-hmm. I, I I'm okay with him being here for this. And he's he the only one in the a... movie that that doesn't have any conflict over who he is. Like for, yeah. he's he's like the solid point, like the yeah. solid member of the team. He's literally just like he's not even, and he's the only one there that's like not there for glory of any kind. He's just there to help out his friend, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so his ring may not be as flashy as fire or water, but mm-hmm. heart is important too. Yeah, see, you can't get Captain Planet without all of the elements. Well, you <laughs> can get Captain Planet without a heart, but he's a lot more destructive. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's slightly darker green or something like that. Yeah. It's played by Don everyone, Everyone's a tree at that point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, all right. So now it's the second run, and they show up. Being in last place, they show up with a lot of swag, and they're like. All right, Coach Irv, here's your Jamaican hat. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "All right, this is good because you know now they're they're into it. Wear and, it with whatever you think looks like pride." And suddenly, like they're just they're amazing because you know that whole thing of like being sprinters, they get off to an amazing start and they drive the course perfect, and now they're in eighth place, and everyone's cheering and everyone's just like, "Holy crap!" Um, so we cut back to the hotel. And this is when, um, what should we call it? Not Irv. Uh, Doris decides this is when he's going to ask Irv, you know, why he cheated. And you get a nice little touching scene where he, he asks him like an adult. Uh, and then Irv is like, no, for real, like, if you are not complete without a gold medal, getting, a, you know, having a gold medal isn't going to complete you. You're just going to want to win more and more and you're never going to be satisfied and you're going to have to win and you're going to eventually start doing shady shit. Um, 
And you know, Dorit's just like, what's that, Rob? I was going to say, see also Spider-Man Homecoming. Mm-hmm. And Dorit is just like, okay, and that's it. And I, I really appreciated that because there's always a pointless falling out that you know they're going to get back together scene. And it's always like the person doesn't get the chance to explain themselves. And yeah. like, it was uh, out nice of the liar. Yeah, it was nice and refreshing to just have like a, yeah you know, adult conversation about it. And you can tell he's struggling with it too. Cause he asked him again, he's like, how will I know when I, when I'm good enough? And he's just like, you'll know yeah, once he has the finish, finish line. Yeah. We'll know. And that, you know, sets things up for the third run where now like everyone's like, yeah, Jamaica Woo. double elimination. This is yeah. a double elimination. <laughs> <laughs> they wish it was a double elimination tournament. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah probably. Speaking <laughs> of, I also like the announcers here because it is just a yeah. I don't think the Jamaicans belong here. And oh, looks like I just been canceled. Well, thanks for you know, having yeah. me around. Well, yeah. Now now they have their Jamaican what team. assholes? Yeah, um, yeah. And that, no, they totally backpedal to go with the zeitgeist of the moment because they that first day they were like, yeah, these Jamaicans they're uh, basically trash. They're an embarrassment to the sport, and um, I hate them. Yeah. And yeah, you know, now on by day three, they're like, well, they did one good run, so uh, I love them forever. <laughs> well, you see, Bill, this is why we should have built that wall. Yeah. Like, okay. like it's always funny because, like, because um, watching a movie like this, you forget that like all the work that goes into getting to this to that point. Yep. So like, even the people that are trash at at the big events are way better than, better than everyone else. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, is it like I saw a a thing on that where it was. It was like some like third string guy from the Boston Celtics. And, you know, he never gets any any game time. And then they're like this radio station did a contest where they're like anyone, anyone can show up and challenge this man. Doesn't matter who you are. And he just destroys them all <laughs> like like by like a wide margin. Um, all right. So now it's their third run. They're doing really well. They're going. Everyone's cheering. It's looking like they're going to win. And then sad shit. The steering brakes. The, the cart's out of control, and they crash. You know, hit their heads on the ice, and it's, you know, not looking good. EMTs so Tony, rushing on the scene. Tony, yeah. you said that the, the footage is actual footage of the actual crash? Yes. Okay, because, like, the way one of them hit their head in the fucking... Yeah, that looked awful. I'm like, what stuntman signed up for that? Because, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, one of them had their neck in a weird position. Yeah. Yep. Like, Yo, there's oh, no way. So there's one part where they're coming around a corner, and, yeah, one of their heads is, like, tilted, like, at like a 90-degree angle against yeah. the wall. Yeah. Well, yeah. So bad. To clarify, uh, I mean, like, you can tell which parts are, you know, the film and which parts are actual uh, news footage, but, like, some of it is staged or, you know, like, close-up shots and whatnot, but some of it is the real footage. Yeah, like, like the first, like, I'm, 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 I'm watching the movie as we're talking, like, I have it in the background, and we're at the, I'm at the part now, and, like, when it first flips, like, this one dude's head just fucking just, just oh, rams yeah. on the <laughs> side of his neck, like, yeah. Um, so, yeah, they, you get the scene where, like, are they okay? The EMTs kind of crowd over them, and then when they part ways, the the four of them are standing up and they're carrying the the, the sled across the the finish line. Uh, in real life, they just pushed it, but um, you know, this is you know more counts. symbolic. Yeah, <laughs> still yeah. counts. Yeah, and considering what the hell just happened yeah. to them, yeah. I'm those, not gonna, yeah. those four guys still I got be up. Upset if they left it there, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so, I would have just been like, carry me. <laughs> 
right, so they're walking, and um, you see uh, uh, Junior's father. He's got the Jamaican bobsled shirt cheering his son on, and um, suddenly, East German man. The slow clap. Yeah. And this this part took me out, because it, it's the slow clap. Like, right. Textbook slow clap. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, suddenly everyone's happy for him. And, uh, well, I mean, and, like the East German guy, he comes up and he's like, yo, I'll see you in four years. And, you know, they're, uh, they're cheered on and they, uh, they take a picture of the team there and it gets put on the wall next to the picture of Doris's father and Matt Damon. <laughs> yeah. At this point, I was also like, fuck you, dude. You didn't let them go. Like, you yeah. didn't give them money for this. Um, yeah, I, I, I would have flexed in that dude's face when I got home so yeah. bad. Like, like you didn't believe in us, fucker. Like this is this you not now. We want all the money now. Like you didn't fucking believe <laughs> us. Now, now you better fucking support us. Well, I mean, to be fair, it, it's less of he didn't believe in him and more he was like, yeah, why don't you train for next year and then we'll see what happens. I mean, but, but to be honest, like that the guy did, I guess, even though it's not not actually, but in the context of the movie, I like, he did cheat, like. Mm-hmm. He did disgrace himself, and you know he's like, yeah. people are already gonna laugh because it's Jamaica trying to bobsled. Like we don't need all this. So I can totally understand his coming from a place of caution. Oh, nah, I, I do understand his point, but it <laughs> yeah. is kind of like a, I'm gonna put you on my trophy wall. Like I, you know, you didn't send us. You don't have the right to do that. But eh, you know. Um, but yeah. He's well, not wrong. That, they should have trained for another year. <laughs> that trophy wall is Whatever. probably like Jamaica's Olympic sports museum. So, like, yeah, you know, it's it's important that they're up there. So um, that's basically it. Roll credits. They, they, you know, the text mentions that the Jamaicans came back the next uh, Olympics. Um, and that's that's really it. You get some uh, some cool neon credits. Yeah. Cool runnings. Cool runnings. What does cool runnings mean, guys? It's like the peace be the journey. Yeah, peace peace be the journey. Especially when it slams your head into the to an ice wall. <laughs> yeah, that didn't look very peaceful. Ugh. All right, um, I'm gonna go take a leak real quick. Who cool. just done that? I guess I'll cut this part out. <laughs> nah, leave it in. Fuck it. Do a lot. <laughs> yeah. You know who was going to? Who am I? Who am I, who am I kidding? Wait, we want to just go without Joe? No, we'll, we'll wait. It's all right. Let's just think of cool things. And by cool, I mean cruel things to say about Joe while he's gone for the entertainment of our listeners. So you're leaving all this? In? Okay. Um, yeah, I'm leaving it all in. Hey, uh, William, how you doing, man? No, wait, which or wait, one? which one? Yeah, hold on. Not Will. <laughs> not our, not okay. our lazy ass yeah, co- hey, co-person. Thanks for writing in. I hope you listened to that episode where we finally read your email. Hope you enjoyed it. And take all of your money. Yeah, we're, uh, I'm not thrilled with your choices, but you know, hey. <laughs> oh, they're fine. Yeah, totally fine. they're great. Hey, patrons, how y'all doing? Hope you're staying safe. Thank you for being awesome, guys. Without uh, you, we wouldn't be here. True. Yeah. Also, uh, I just got our badge for 5,000 downloads for our podcast. That's pretty cool. Oh shoot. Okay. That's a legit number. Yeah, it is. Five thousand. We keep Where? getting some more more follows on 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 Facebook. I'm not sure how many of them are real because I know like bots follow all the time on I Facebook. Mean, so. They could yeah. be sex bots. That's okay. We'll but, take it. You em. know, I'm I want to believe yeah. that they're all real. So yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll take it. If yeah. you don't already, you should follow us on Facebook. Who gave you a badge? Where? Uh, Podbean did. Yeah, Podbean. Okay. It's in our email. 
You can see it anytime you want. Hang it on my wall. Joe's back. Joe's back. Joe's back. Okay. All right. Well, hey, Joe. And if it weren't for my horse, I never would have made it through that year of college. (laughs) (laughs) Joe, how did your how did your tinkles come out? Like a fire hose. Wow. Had a lot of caffeine today. I am probably severely dehydrated. Nice. How yellow are we talking? Uh, no, it wasn't that yellow, so I'm I'm good. Okay. <laughs> Tony, what's, what's IMDb have to say about this movie? Of course, that's going in the podcast, isn't it? Yeah, it's all is. I know what IMDb has to say about it, but on RottenTomatoes.com, critics gave this a score of 76%. Okay. Audience gave this a score of 81%. That's their thoughts and opinions. What about you and yours, Will? Oh, right. Fuck that guy. Joe! It's just an empty chair. Uh, Alright, so this movie, um, it it is very generic, and it sets, like, a low bar, and then it does, like, a textbook, like, how you should jump over this bar, jump over that bar. So, like, I think the grade it got is, like, is right. Um, I liked it. I had fun. Um, it did, it did good montages, and, um, it had, like, a, a charm to it. Um, but it wasn't exactly, uh, like a very ambitious film or anything like that. Like it, it was, it was pretty basic. So like, I can't say that I'm going to put it in like, you know, any, any of my high recommends or anything, but it's, it's perfectly watchable. You know, went by pretty quick, told a good story. I liked the characters and I had fun. So, um, yeah, I think it's, it's about a C. Okay. Uh, Rob. Ding. Um... Yeah, I was surprised at how much I actually liked this movie. Um, I had a lot of like emotional reactions to it. Uh, by the end of the movie, I was comp- I was like totally rooting for this team. And I don't usually like gravitate towards like sports or athletic based movies um, because they are kind of all cookie cutter, you know. Um, but the way they the way they kind of circumvented my expectations uh, at least a little bit in some areas like joe said was was really refreshing and really enjoyable to watch some of the humor doesn't really hit um dougie doug gets a little annoying at times but i think like the interactions between most of the characters seems really genuine and really really likable um so i definitely recommend this movie i'm actually surprised at how much i enjoyed it okay uh so to recommend from Rob, uh, Brian. I still love this movie. Like it's it's um not as fun as it was when I was a kid. Because um, you know when, when you're a kid, some things just seem bigger than 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 whatever. Because like I hadn't at the time ninety two or ninety three whatever. I had I never was a part of track. I never trained like you know to 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 do those kind of sports whatever. So I didn't realize how much work it took to to to, to do all that kind of stuff. I just like seeing like like someone who looked like me doing something that that like. People who who, who who look who look like me don't usually do. Um, okay. But like it's it's still funny. It's still like I I still had a good time watching it. Like I I noticed things like 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 Dougie Doug about uh, he was probably gonna smash like like, like <laughs> as an adult I did, didn't notice it as a kid as an adult I noticed that kind of shit. Like you know it's still it's still fun and I appreciate um like Junior's like 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 becoming himself moment. You know I appreciate that more now. You know being an adult who's had to be- become himself. You know what I mean? So like. You know, I, I still dig it. I still say watch it, you know? Still say watch it. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm kind of in a tough one on this. Because it's hard to say I would actually recommend it. 
Because it, it's a perfectly serviceable movie. It's perfectly acceptable. Like, there's nothing bad about it. It's it's kind of that the standard Disney affair where it's just... It's very level. Um, cause it's just... It, it bugs me that it's it's based on a true story, but it has like nothing to do with the true story. It's almost all embellished, and yet what they embellished is a bit too cookie cutter for me. And yes, they they did avoid some of the standard tropes, so I'll give them credit for that. But I can't give them too much because it is still you know like it's not that exciting considering you're faking all this anyway. Uh, so I guess I'll go with a light recommend. Uh, so, uh, that, I believe, means we're all kind of on that same boat, uh, which means... Hey, question, Tony. Question yeah. for you. Like, if you never knew that, what the true story was, like, would that change how you feel about this movie? Only a little. Like, like I said, it's at, not, you know, accounting for the actual history of the movie. It's still just, uh, like, it's not that special. It, it does follow basic beats. So it's okay, but knowing that it has so little to do with it, I'd rather they either completely make up a movie and make it, you know, do more different stuff and make it more interesting or make it more true to the real events if there was enough to have it in there with, you know, obviously the crash was a big deal, but they had to fake the whole thing of, you know, that like I, a big point to me is the whole I, I didn't like the bullshit of, you know, we're the Swedish team and we immediately hate you just because you're different. When in reality, everyone was just like, oh, yeah, you're here. Cool. OK, whatever. Yeah, so but like that's 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 like like it's a, a ski school movie like the. It, it was like you're, this is our mountain, like, and you and you don't you don't belong here. That's just like a ski school movie. That and that. Oh yeah. That and that's it's... like true story or not. Like there are plenty of movies that, are, that aren't aren't true that have that that same kind of thing in it. So yeah, but what I'm saying is like that's kind of a little old and tired for me in those ski school movies. But you know whatever. But the fact that they crammed it in here when it doesn't need to be there and it didn't belong because it's not actually part of the story. It's just like. Well, eh, you, you, I kind of got to dock your points for that. All right, whatever. Again, I'm not, yeah. I'm not crapping on it. It's a light recommend. It's kind of with Joe. It's, it's about a C. Yeah, that's um, that's why. Like I say, to, to come to Tony's defense, like, um, I think the the like that 76 grade that the critics gave it is pretty reasonable because it is like it's it's a pretty basic movie, but it what it does it does very well. It just yeah. like. I would have liked it if they, you know, varied the formula a bit more. Yeah, it's it's the classic, well, it is kind of the classic of Disney doing, like, we know how to make a good movie, we know how to make it entertaining, we know how to, you know, tug at the heartstrings in the right moment, but we're just kind of, like, we're just kind of going through the motions and there's nothing really special about it, so... Well, I, I would say that they are, they are putting intense effort into going through the motions. But anyways... Fair enough. I think either way, we've we all recommend... Yeah, so it, ultimately it comes down to we're recommending Cool Runnings from 1993. Yep. Uh, what else we got for the people? I'm still going to recommend anyway because check out check out this segue. It's a movie about uh, a team of um, wait no they weren't black never mind it won't work I was gonna <laughs> I was gonna make an Invictus joke because of Matt Damon but it won't work. Wait, Matt Damon's not black? Are you sure about that? I might need to see your sources. I don't know for 100%. No, but like, yeah, if you're going through that kind of stuff, there's, uh, what was the one 
uh, was 42, I think? The Jackie Robinson one? Yeah, well, you know, no, like I, was, that's... I was gonna say, because we made a Matt Damon joke, I was gonna tie no, in Ignis, because, uh, you know, he starred in that movie, but I forgot that that one was a team of, um, it was a, an entire team of white people in a sport full of white people. Um, okay, so anyway, moving on. Hmm? Guys, I think that's it for our episode. Uh, unless you have anything else to add. Nope. All right. We want to thank you so much for listening. If you like what you heard, please subscribe because you'll enjoy it. For our episode archive, merchandise store, and more information, check out our website at 4ampodcast.podbean.com. You can contact us by following us on Twitter or Facebook at 4ampodcast, or you can email us at the4ampodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you have a, we have a couple of ways you can support what we do. We do have a merchandise store, as I mentioned before, available through our website. Or you can consider becoming a Patreon member at patreon.com slash 4AMpodcast. You can also give us some muns. Uh, $20 gets you a podcast uh, sponsorship, and that will let you choose whatever movie you want, as long as we haven't done it already. Uh, and we will uh, get right on that. So that's really, really cool. You can just uh, check out our email address to to sort all of that out. And I think that's it for today. Right, guys? Think yeah. so. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. See you next time. Deuces. Adios. Good night, everybody.